On this episode, we talk Eat to the Beat concert series, the Disney Skyliner, some Coronado Springs updates, and more. This is episode 215 of the Main Street Magic Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Main Street Magic. I'm your host, Jeremy Stein, and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Rhonda. Hey, guys. Make sure you check us out on the web at MainSTMagic.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter at MainSTMagic. If you've not done so already, head out to Facebook and search for the Capture the Magic community and ask to join. And don't forget to listen to the Capture the Magic co- podcast with Jared and Jamie Lee at CTMPodcast.com. They release new shows every Monday and Friday. Then on that same feed, Jamie will soon be back with Trip Tales and moving that to twice a month. And then Jared and I release a new Diz Dudes episode every Wednesday. So go out and search for the Diz Dudes and subscribe. And here at Main Street Magic, we currently have new shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So the Capture the Magic Network has you covered all week long. If you're getting ready to plan your next Disney World, a Disney Cruise Line, or Disneyland vacation, you want to reach out to Melissa Pilgrim with Ears of Experience. You can reach Melissa at M-P-I-L-G-R-I-M at themouseexperts.com. She will make sure that you get the absolute best rates on your stay uh, and help you out with questions, including uh, booking your ADRs and Fast Passes. So make sure you reach out to Melissa and let her know that Main Street Magic sent you. And if you want even more content, including Diz Dudes Live every Monday night, in-park and resort live streams, plus so much more, check out Club 32 at ctmvip.com. Finally, if you would like some amazing theme park-inspired coffees, as well as teas, you want to head out to expeditionroasters.com and place your order. And if you uh, use code CTM15, you're going to get 15% off of your entire order. And it's not just your first order, but when you drink all that delicious coffee and you want more, you get 15% off the next order as well. Uh, So today's episode is going to be kind of a a trip recap um, from a a quick trip we just had last week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Headed down for a a day and an evening, uh, came back. So we were there about 24 hours. And so as I always do, I was just kind of jotting some things down and I was like, well, there's no individual item that warranted a whole episode. So let's let's kind of just recap our trip, uh, a few new things that we either saw or did, and then we'll um, just go from there. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. Well, let's start. Uh, where did where did we stay? This will be shocking to everyone where <laughs> we chose to stay for the evening. Coronado Springs. We did. And um, we actually stayed in a king room, uh-huh. uh, standard view and the tower. Yep. Uh, which we had not stayed in or seen when we stayed in the tower, you know, for the opening. That was a, a standard view room, but was two queen beds. Correct. Um, and so you want you want to talk some about the room and the layout and what you what you thought of this? Yeah, um, it's very similar to the queen layout room, um, but it has a giant king bed and then it has a couch um, for two people to sit on. Um, that couch does not pull out into a bed. Yeah. So this is straight up two. I mean, this is a two person room. Yep. Whereas, you know, when you go to some places like, you know, Boardwalk, for example, you have a bed and a couch, but the couch folds out. So and you even have the fold down single bed. So like Mm -hmm. it sleeps five. This is this sleeps two. Right. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure your occupancy could be higher and you could request a roll away. Yeah, we should have asked. But yeah. But (coughs) excuse me, unless you have a 
small child that is asleep on the couch. <laughs> sure, you could. But I thought I thought this was absolutely perfect for the two of us. I mean, this layout was oh, absolutely wonderful. You know, I I like areas, especially if it's two of us to you know where you have a couch or you have a sitting area. You know, I mean, we sat when we took a break in the middle of the day. At one point, we sat and, yep. and put on a movie. You know, and just were able to sit on the couch as opposed to always having to sit in a bed. Yes, and do it. So I really, really liked this uh, this layout very much. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> while we were there, we did pop in to Corona's Club just to say hello to some friends like Aaron and uh, yep. Nathan. Um, and huge congratulations to Aaron, who is now a guest experience manager up in Corona's Club. Yes. Um, so very, very excited for him. It was wonderful to see them as always. And one thing we did learn for those of you that are choosing. Um, Cronus Club, uh, Club Axis, is breakfast now is serving Mickey Waffles. Oh, yes. So in so addition, exciting. yeah, in addition to your your scrambled eggs, your your bacon, you know, they had the oatmeal bar, all the fruits, like a charcuterie board. Mm. Now you can get Mickey Waffles as well. Mm-hmm. So awesome, awesome addition up there. So actually, while we were um, in the Cronus Club waiting for Aaron to come out and talk to us and... We didn't know Nathan was going to be there, but he's still um, teaching them and showing them the tricks of the trade. Um, uh, awesome uh, listener came up to us, Jeannie, and introduced herself. Hi, Jeannie. It was so nice meeting you, and thank you for coming up and saying hey. Yeah, that was we cool. appreciate it. They're enjoying, they're enjoying club <clears throat> access. Yep. Yeah, and it's funny because I said to her, and she was so nice, and it was we were just so appreciative because she kept saying, you know, I love your guys' show, and you've, you know, we were they were so excited when we did our review of the club access yes. in the tower because they knew they had a trip there, yeah, and so which was awesome. And I said to her at one point, I was like, you know, I said that's Aaron over there that we're always talking about, yeah, and she said she said something along the lines of, yeah, she had she saw him before. And mentioned that she she like recognized him and knew who he was, for, like from the podcast. And and I think yeah, it's funny because I think Aaron says that to us sometimes. He's like, I had somebody come up and say, you know, because yeah. I tell everybody, I'm like, if you're at Cronus Club and you run into like Aaron or or you know Nathan, Athena, I mean whatever, just tell them the Stein family says hello. Yeah. And part of it is because I want them to because those are three incredible people. Yes. But also I just think it I think it's neat because I'd love to see their face one time and it's just like. Oh, wow. Okay. It's just, it's just cool. I just, yeah. I absolutely love it. So yeah. Thank you. So awesome to meet you. Uh, really, really appreciate you saying hello. Yes. Um, and then finally we did that evening. Uh, we popped into uh, three bridges bar and grill as we've been known to do. Um, <laughs> and, and we're able to see uh, our friend Athena and her husband there and, and talk to them for a bit and grab mm-hmm. a drink and something to eat. Um, so we had we I think we mentioned this recently that they have an off menu item currently that's a street corn dip, uh-huh. and it's not something they potentially always have or they could run out. And we asked, they had it, we got it, and this is it's so, so good. good. Yes. I love this dip. Yep. Um, I, yeah, this is one of those like <clears throat> just perfect shareable appetizer. Everything. Mm-hmm. I yep. mean, again, it's taking delicious street corn. And making it dip worthy. Yes. Which is just amazing. So if you are at Three Bridges, ask if it's available. Yep. It is not on the menu yet. Um, and rumor has it that nachos are soon coming to yes. Three Bridges, which mm. I cannot wait for because know. you know they'll I love the nachos over at El Mercado. Yeah. You know that we had the one night. But oh, those yeah. but those are those are they're good because they're just like 
football game nachos like you know it's that kind of plasticky melted cheese and okay and, you know the the meat that's cooked in you know large portions and stuff like i can't wait to see what they'll do with them at three bridges yeah that'll be exciting uh but we did try i think after we had uh this meal that we split that evening i think there's one item the salad that we have not eaten on their menu correct um so what did we end up opting for which we actually have not had it in this version because last time we right so we did the three bridges signature burger and we just did it as is yeah um which is crispy potato manchego cheese roasted garlic lemon yoli arugula and tomatoes served with smoked paprika fries or fruit we chose the fries because we love the fries um but the time we did this before we went ahead and got the plant-based meat Mm -hmm. or air quote meat yeah (laughs) um and this time we got the real meat beef burger and it was fantastic it was awesome it really was um you know as much as i do like the impossible burger and i think it is a wonderful substitute there really is nothing like meat Mm -hmm. like when you really do i mean and and this is one that is they do it they do it really well when we get a burger up at two creeks it's first of all it's a wonderful good blend of of meat Mm -hmm. but it's like salted and the outside is seared so perfectly that adds so much flavor to it and there's just there is something about it and good and juicy yeah very and what i liked about what i really liked about this burger is that i thought everything was portioned perfectly Mm -hmm. you know sometimes like when i had the salmon burger at at wolfgang puck while it was very good, uh, the yeah. salmon kind of got lost because the bun was giant. Right. And like, this is so well proportioned that yes. you, every flavor adds to the next thing. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, and you don't lose, you don't lose sight of the fact that there is cheese on it or right. that there is meat in it. It's not, you know, um, mm-hmm. whereas sometimes, and, and that's the thing too, is the meat in this really shines. Mm-hmm. Like I love a Bubba burger. But right. for me, you cook a Bubba burger at home, you want to have a huge toppings bar because that's what makes it better. Right. Because the meat's just what it is. Right. So I I would highly, highly recommend this. Um, Again, as we mentioned before when we reviewed this, you can swap out the Impossible impossible Meat Blend, um, and they can actually make this entire thing vegan. Uh, They do have a vegan cheese. Uh, They can use uh, the vegan mayonnaise to make the garlic lemon aioli. Mm -hmm. So if you are vegan or you just want to try something different, I would highly recommend this as well. Uh, But if you love meat... Yeah, just go for the regular regular <laughs> burger. <laughs> All right, so what was what was actually the main reason that we went on this quick trip? Um, to go see Blue October. Yeah. At Eat to the Beat concert series that Epcot is doing with food and wine. Yeah. And you know, last year we were we were there opening weekend, but we were already there. Like we had mm-hmm. planned to be there because it was Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. We go every Labor Day weekend. Um, and then it turned out that Blue October was playing. And I, had, you know, we, we talked about them last year uh, after we went, but I had liked Blue October. I mean, I remember when Hate Me came out and I bought the foiled album. It's a wonderful album from beginning to end, but I didn't really listen to them much after that. It was just, you know, just kind of one of those bands that I did enjoy. Um and then as I saw their playing, I was like, you know, that'd be really cool to go see them. And then we found out we have, you know, several listeners, you mm-hmm. know, like uh, Kayla and Jody that love Blue October and have a long history with them, like my history with a Creed. Yes. Um, 
And so it was neat to talk to them. And I was like, I really want to go see him. We saw him last year and I was just blown away. Absolutely blown away. So I was like, I want to see him this year uh, whenever they play. So as soon as we knew, we booked a night and we thought we'll drive, you know, we'll drive down after the kids <coughs> get off to school and um, enjoy Epcot for the day, whatever, and then go see him at night and we'll come home the next day. And so that was kind of the plan. And we decided we would uh, watch them twice. Yep. So the first time we were going to live stream the Club 32. Yep. And then the second time we wanted to just sit and enjoy. Yep. Um, so with the Eat to the Beat, uh, this is running August 29th all the way through November 19th. You can go out to Disney's website. You can see the full lineup. Uh, if you are uh, somebody who grew up listening to music in the 90s and early 2000s, okay. like these are the bands you'll remember. Yep. Um, and now Sundays through Thursdays, there are three shows and it's the same band for all three, you know, 530, uh, 6.45 and 8 p.m. Fridays and Saturdays, they're going to play at 6.30, 7.45, and 9 p.m. Um, and again, like Blue October played for two days, so six total shows. Right. And what, I mean, what did you, oh, what you amazing. think? amazing. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. They're outstanding. There's, yeah. It's neat to see him come out into the crowd and, oh my gosh. you know, yeah. just, it was really awesome. I really enjoyed it. And, and what I loved is, because this is the first time, you know, we've seen some Eat to the Beat shows uh -huh. but we'd never seen more than one from a band and we saw back-to-back -back ones mm -hmm. and let's just say they play 10 songs i think they only the second set i think they maybe only play two songs from the first set so they really switched it up yeah. which is awesome because i yeah, think they know nice. you know this isn't your this isn't your standard go to see a headlining band and and have an hour and a half long concert right you know these are like 30 minutes i think they are or yeah. 30 45 minutes so it's neat to be able to sit there and back to back mm -hmm. and you could i'm sure that the third set was even varied up from the first two yep. um now they close with the same song both times and he comes out into the crowd and he's so interactive yeah. and it's so cool because he's running up to people getting like selfies with them yeah, and so cool. he was singing to a baby which was really good but um they just yeah absolutely blew me away if you get an opportunity to to ever see blue october go do it uh if you get if you get a chance to see the eat to the beat concert series they're they're wonderful mm -hmm. they're intimate um so we got there for what the five thirty show yep we got in line we actually were they able were, to walk yeah, in around I think they just five let us in yeah, yeah. now for the six forty five show we had you had to leave you couldn't you can't yep. just sit there yep. um you have to actually leave and go get back in line but then i think they let us in by six thirty for the 645 show. Yes. And so in, in both times, I mean, we had wonderful seats. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And if you are somebody who's going to go specifically to see blue October, uh, get yourself a seat on the aisle because mm -hmm. that's who he runs through and interacts with. Yep. And it was, it was very, very cool. It was. All right. We're going to move on to the next thing. And this is one that just happened to come up, uh, two days before, um, uh, David, uh, Jared's dad, who was a bus driver down there messaged me and he was like, I know it's last minute. Any chance you and Rhonda could drive down Wednesday and you can go on the Skyliner with me as guests? And mm -hmm. I was like, well, we will already be there. Yes. So this is absolutely perfect. Yep. Um, why don't you talk some about... Now, all right, this episode's coming out on Tuesday, October 1st. Mm -hmm. Skyliner opened Sunday, September 29th, so it is open to the public now. Yep. Um, we rode this on Wednesday the 25th, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. um, so why don't you talk about our experience with the Skyliner and how that went. Well, it was so cool. First of all, we've been watching them and watching them and watching them. And then we were getting to walk up and Man. get to go on it. It was crazy. Um, 
So yeah, so we got there. We went. We met David at Hollywood Studios, mm-hmm. and um, there was a whole bunch of cast members kind of blocking the entrance and saying and there was a sign that said cast event. Mm-hmm. Um, and <clears throat> yeah, we went up and he showed him his like credentials. And then we went ahead and started walking up and they were running and they, you know, were like, Hey, how many? And we said four cause, um, he had Sherry with them and that was awesome. And then, yeah, we just, Got in. It, it was neat because the it's it's moving, but you're not on a moving platform mm-hmm. like yeah, um, yeah, it's not haunted like mansion, yeah, right? But right. it it's very simple, and I mean nobody fell or no, no, <laughs> nothing happened like that. And yeah, you just get in, and it's crazy neat. Yeah, I mean fun. it's moving at such a slow pace mm-hmm. that you can easily walk on. You can even push a stroller straight on while it's um, moving. I saw one yeah. do this. Yeah, we did. Um, now, they do have, if you need to load an ECV or you need extra time, they actually do have where the, the gondola car can break off of the line. Yep. And, and what I'll say is, you know, you're right, we've watched this being put up for a long time now, you yep. know, and, and it's been so neat to walk underneath them over the past two, three months, and they're running, but nobody was in them. And now to get in one was so cool. But the mechanics behind this thing blew me away (laughs) like i didn't know so when you actually are on the line and you come into the station every single gondola comes off of the line Mm -hmm. onto a separate track that it swings around and then reattaches i thought the line just ran through the stations and they were always connected and so just stuff like that is amazing um okay question everybody has been asking and are still talking about and still discussing you know from even opening day how is it inside both Amount of space and room and temperature. Well, the amount of space and room I think is really good. I hope they can sit up to 10. I hope. And they definitely can fit 10. Yeah. I mean, they really, really can. I hope, though, that, you know, they're not always trying to put 10 people in there, I feel like. Um, you know, if there's like eight people, yeah. you know something like that um unless maybe they are really backed up and and it'd be interesting to see what how 10 people fit but that fit wise like i said earlier we saw a woman take and while it was moving roll a double stroller onto the cart yeah and she didn't have to fold it up or anything Mm -hmm. so you've got that much room and then there's still the bench seating so, um, yeah, so yeah I, I think the room is fantastic. The vents are very well. There's vents like where you're sitting and then there's mm-hmm. vents ab- above your head. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we were fine. We stopped a couple of times and I, we didn't start getting real hot, but I have heard. Yeah. That I, I mean, I think anything more, yeah, anything more than five minutes. It is probably going to start to warm up, Um, but we, you know, we stopped maybe at most for three or four, and we did stop three times. Um, I was very, very surprised at the amount of space in them. Now, there's only four of us in it, so it obviously felt much more spacious. Uh, I I agree with you. I'll be interested, you know, when we go here in in just under two weeks, um, the girls will have a friend with them, so there'll be five of us, Mm -hmm. and we are staying at Pop Century, so we'll definitely be riding these. I'll be interested to see if they pair us up with people. Yep. 
But even if you're sitting on the bench facing somebody, it's not like you're touching knees. You know, I mean, there's probably still a good foot, mm-hmm. foot to two feet of space in between you. Yeah. Now, yes, I can see. You know, the, me and you getting on. Just say it's just you and I. Me and you getting on, and then there's a party of six, and then a party of two, and they cram all of us in there. I think it would be a little awkward, but is it that much more awkward when you're standing? Much more awkward is standing on a bus or a monorail. Yeah, either one. When they've packed it full of people, and you're, you know, you're pretty much touching other people. Yeah, they're never going to do that with this because they're never going to go. Oh, you got ten? We can have four people stand in the middle. You know what I mean? So, right. So really, these are going. You know, and that's the thing. Everybody says like everybody's like, oh my god, I can't imagine having to get on there with a bunch of people I don't know and then getting stuck and whatever. That's what you're doing on every other ride system that Disney offers. That is true. This is, you know, short of a minivan. Yeah. Same thing on ferry boats, same thing on buses, same thing on monorail. You know, you are sitting with and next to people you do not know, and you're probably touching them. There's no (laughs) really need to touch people here. Yeah. Um, Please don't touch people in the gondolas that you don't know. (laughs) Let's, Let's say that right now. And please, this, you know, I'll be interested. As far as we could tell, there was no onboard surveillance. Um. So I do think yeah. it will be interesting, and it, it very well could have been a pin camera that you know you can't say, see. I but like I looked Disney's around very wa- much. Watching, um, yeah. but remember, you also have to think that these do not have. So, so David was saying because he had he had already ridden them before and he had gotten a lot of info, which was awesome because I learned so much from him about yep. this system. Basically, there there's battery packs. He was saying within each gondola that is able to run what they do need, which is um, over over radio or over speaker announcements Mm -hmm. things like that and what he was saying is that you know that battery is charged and as it moves in through an actual station it helps recharge it Mm -hmm. during that short period of time so there also is a call box there is in there if for some reason you had to call somebody yeah there is but there's and also there is a um what would you call that underneath uh it is it is a uh i'd call it a oh crap box (laughs) (laughs) because if you do get stuck there is a kit a survival kit i will say survival sounds weird because you're not gonna die in this thing but um we did take a look inside one because one was not zip tied yes yeah somebody i guess got curious and opened it up and there are i know in there there's like a there's like a glow stick there are some blankets um, there were what and we I don't want to say like, blankets, but a blanket yeah, yeah. for sure. So then you're definitely, like there's 10 of you and you blanket. get stuck and it yeah. gets cold. You're, you're going to really make some friends when you're all cuddled up. Um, Should have just been one of those snuggies that fits like, <laughs> that would be good if there were just 10 snuggies in there. Well, um, <laughs> it looked like from what Sherry said, um, like, I guess like a hyperventilation yeah. bag, maybe. It is like, you know, when you see. Yeah, when you see, and I don't, I've only seen it on TV and the movies. I've never seen somebody actually do it. You know, they take a paper bag and breathe in uh-huh. and out of it because they're hyperventilating. It appeared that there were things that, like, yeah. it, w- it looked like something that would fall out of the um, oxygen, yeah. Yeah, the oxygen, did. like for um, when you fly. Yep. But obviously, there's no oxygen attached right. to it. Yeah. Um, but but with all there's that, there's a <coughs> bar, some like food. Yeah, I think there were some like food bars, and, and I think David opened one before, and apparently there was a bottled water. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's supposed so, to be some water in them. Um, this one did not. No. So maybe somebody somebody took, took it. it. But there, but there is one of those in each one. I mean, because because here is the thing about them, you know, and and when when they stop and they're going to, 
they're going to malfunction to a point at some time where they have to evacuate people off of them and get them off of them. And they're going to bring fire trucks or whatever. This would be a lengthy, lengthy procedure. Mm -hmm. You know, as easy as it is in some of the areas to pull a fire truck underneath, raise the, you know, the crane or the bucket, get people out. There are some areas it will not be easy at all. Um, So I, I do find that part interesting to see what happens when that comes i could see you being up there for quite some amount of time mm-hmm. depending where you're on and, and depending on how many people they're able to deploy um but my guess is they've you know they've put this and done this system in a way that that is going to be very unexpected right. you know I, I don't see it happening right. now could you get stuck up there for 30 minutes sure well you didn't could you hear yeah we had yep we had, um, uh, yeah, Tim, who uh, we met, uh, Tim and Chelsea at Banana Cabana yeah. while we were there, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but yeah, they actually did get stuck for about forty-five minutes, yep. right outside Epcot. So that's 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 tough. That's, that a, is. that's a long time. It is. I mean, yeah, it really is a long time. It is, and especially when you at that point when you don't have the air ventilation, right. totally, totally get it. And he did say, correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it got warm. Got warm. <laughs> um, and, and my thing was, so, you know, kind of going back to the cameras is all this is battery powered. You have to have a system in place. You know, I don't know that they could run cameras on there strictly off a of battery that are recording 24 seven. And my whole point there was just act responsibly on the gondola, please. Don't don't do things that would get you kicked out of Disney. Mm-hmm. Don't smoke things. Don't touch things. Just <laughs> OK. <laughs> um, but I was saying to you, and I'm sure Disney thought of all of this. It does seem like with all of these being in the Florida sun constantly that they could have put solar panels on top and had some form of ceiling fan, you know, right. almost like a box fan. Yeah. And maybe that only kicks on when it stops, yeah. but it's solar powered. It's charging up a battery. And even if that thing only had on a full charge, a 30 minute runtime that could really help, I think in the long run. Yeah. Um, now, as we start here to get into cooler weather, what I'd be really interested in, maybe we'll do this in two weeks, is riding it first thing in the morning. You know, now that we're getting cooler mornings here and cooler evenings, with some mornings it's in the 60s or low 70s, I'd be interested to see what it's like then. Because the whole time that we rode and we moved, I was 100% comfortable. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the air was really blowing. I wore my hair down things. the whole time. Yeah. So that, yep. and it was still pretty and, hot. And you're, it was nice that you had under the seats. Mm-hmm. That those were coming up as well. So I was just, I'd say, in the views and just awesome. watching this thing, especially as like you come into like Hollywood Studios and um, highest point is 93 feet. Mm-hmm. Um, they go pretty low over the water, over mm-hmm. at Pop Century and Art, yep. but it is such a cool ride to come in and see Art of Animation and Pop Century from angles you don't normally see or yeah. high above. I mean, you go over buildings at Caribbean Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Now, you will have to get off. Riviera is the only one that you don't have to get off right now because Riviera is not open. And I do believe they're not letting you. Well, but from from my understanding, though, they took down the gates and that you can use that as a station. Because if you're staying in, okay. what is it, Aru- I think it's Aruba. Remember okay. where we stayed? Yep. If you're staying in Aruba, you don't want to walk all the way down close to Trinidad to get on the gondolas, to get on the Skyliner. So you could go to the Riviera station. Okay. But what I'm guessing, and, and somebody let us know, and we'll find out here very soon ourselves, is that you can either ride through, or if you're like staying in Aruba and you want to get off, they'll let you off. Okay. But everywhere else, you have to get off. So if you're just going for a joyride, and you go from... So here's how the way it works. You get on Hollywood Studios, and that takes you straight over to the Caribbean Beach station, mm-hmm. which is the main hub. Right. And it is 
beautiful. It like is. seriously, it really, really. There's a Joffrey's there. There's yep. ba- all stations have bathrooms. Yep. Um, it is gorgeous there. So you get off. You can then either go um, to the station or the section that will take you to Pop and Art, mm-hmm. or you can get to the one that's going to take you through Riviera and then on your way to uh, Epcot. Right. So, um, if you are coming from Hollywood Studios and you think I just want to go on a joyride. You're mm-hmm. going to you're going to go across and you're going to get off at the Caribbean Beach station. Right. You're going to get on and go to Art and Pop. Even if all your plan is is to go right back to Caribbean Beach, you have to get off and you have to get back in line. Yep. So that's the way that these are going to work. Yep. It's perfectly understandable. Oh, you yeah. got to keep the flow going. Absolutely. Um, and these things are loading like every five seconds. I mean, they really move a lot of people through, oh, yeah. I think, in a good amount of time. Um, but it, yeah, I. I I would recommend everybody checks these out. If you're at Hollywood Studios, you know, um, it's going to be interesting to see, uh, you know, if they try and deter people uh, from going and just parking at Pop Century or Art or parking at Caribbean Beach. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't know how that will work, but you could easily go park at Hollywood Studios yeah, and then go ride go, them for fun well, and, and, and then, ride back and right, forth. Right, or so, then go to Epcot for a little yeah. bit and then, yeah. Yep. But so what we did, so we rode the whole loop. So we went, you know, Hollywood to Caribbean. We did Caribbean all the way to Epcot back. And then we did out to art <clears throat> and pop back and then back over to Hollywood studios because yep. our car was there. Yep. And anything else you want to say about Skyliners? Um, if you get in the wrapped ones, it is a little oh, harder to see. I out. do not like the wrapped ones. Yeah. It almost, like- I don't want to say it made me, I'm trying to think, like not that it made me nauseous, but I I don't like looking through those things no, because my, fine. my brain, no, but my brain and my eyes are trying to focus. It is, it's not a clear view. Mm-mm. You no. do not want to be in a wrapped one is, is my thought. All right. I mean. Just because the views are very, very obstructed. It is, but at the same time, I don't think if we were in a non-wrapped one, you would... You would know the difference. Does that make sense? That makes sense because we, we we rode in both. <laughs> we did, and but we rode more wrapped. Yes. Than unwrapped. Yeah. And because we rode more wrapped, it. I mean, you could see. Yeah. And yeah, you it's could. Fine. Unwrapped's definitely the way but to go. But you're not gonna have a choice. Right. Just. I mean, I don't know if you could sit there and say, "Yeah, we'll wait until there's an unwrapped one," and if they would be like, "Okay," or if they're just like, "No, get on." Um, I'm not sure. Well. I think it's. I think it'd be one of those things where I think they'd let you. You think so? And but they, you just, you know, other people would go in front of right, you and right. stuff. And some people I don't think are going to care. Yeah. Because it's not going to matter that much. And chances are, you know, depending on where you're riding and how many times, you will get an unwrapped one. You will. And it's so. that you'll definitely see the difference then, and then you won't yep. want to ride in a wrapped one. I think. Yeah. <laughs> so where do we head to from? Um, you know, and, and the re- we were going to get off at Caribbean Beach and we're going to walk over to Banana Cabana. and um, But then we realized David wasn't going to still be with us, so we wouldn't be able to get back into the station and our car was at Hollywood yeah. Studios. So, But what was our reason for first going over to <laughs> Old Port Royal? Well, so they had at the hub, I guess you call that, right? Would you mm-hmm. call it the main hub? Yeah, it's the main hub. Um, they had these pictures... Of the Skyliner opening day products. Yeah. Um, and all the merchandise. And there was a cast member there and he was talking and I said something about it and he said that it's actually over 
they've already got it out and it's actually at old Port Royal. And I was like, oh, well, let's go over there. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we decided we needed, we were going to drive, we were driving anyway, so we could go and, you know, have a, have a small little lunch at mm-hmm. Banana Cabana and go to Port, old Port Royal and then later we were going to Epcot, so we just eat something nice and light and kind of give you an update on Banana Cabana as well. So we go and park and go in Old Port Royal, and there's nothing. Yeah. So then I go ask a cast member, and she's like, nope, not until the 29th, opening mm. day. And, and then I'm it came like, out the next day. Yeah. And I'm like. <laughs> the day we left. Okay. So. Yep. That was fine, because then we went over to Banana Cabana, mm-hmm. and. Um, had an awesome bartender, Jojo. <laughs> she was awesome. She was amazing. Um, and then we got each a drink. You got a beer. Mm-hmm. And I actually went ahead and got a like pomegranate something. Margarita. Um, margarita. Wasn't it like a pomegranate margarita? It was good. It yeah. was a little sour, but it, I, I didn't like the sweetness. I don't like too much sweet. Right, so that right. was worked out good. And then we, she suggested we get the loaded sweet potato fries. They were $12. Um, and they had cojeta cheese and fresh pico de gallo, and with you could get jerk chicken, pulled pork, or braised beef brisket. Mm-hmm. And she suggested, and we picked the braised beef brisket. Yeah. What do you think of these? They were great. They were delicious. I, I thought I thought the combination in my brain sounded really weird. <laughs> like I just didn't think it was going to go together, and it was wonderful. the 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 braised beef <laughs> brisket is basically. I mean, it tastes like. A pot roast, you know, it's the shredded mm-hmm. meat that you would get from like a pot roast that cooked all day. Um, very, very good, very tender. Mm-hmm. The, the the sweet potato fries were crispy. I thought it was a great balance. I mean, I you know, cojita cheese and pico de gallo with sweet potato fries is not something I would ever think of putting together, but it worked. It did, and it was good portion. It was good to split. Yep. Um, I love I'd banana. Recommend. I love banana cabana. Yeah. I mean, this is just, again yeah. the atmosphere. This is truly. This is truly one that transports you, I think. I mean, mm-hmm. it really does feel very Caribbean. Yeah. You know, the decor, the there's that long table that we had to meet yep. up back in January that lo- it looks like an upside down boat. Yep. Um, and just uh, this place is awesome. It yep. really is. And this is a this is a great spot. You know, we get people asking all the time, like in the group and stuff like I want to watch the game. You know, I'm a I'm a so and so college football fan. Where's a good place to watch the game? Yeah. This is this a, good is a good place, place to watch the game. Yeah. You know, pony up at the bar, get some food, get some drink. There's not going to be so many people that are demanding something be on one of the two TVs that are there that I'm sure you could say, hey, I'm here specifically to watch this game. Can you put it on? And they're going to be like, yes, I can. Yeah. So I love it. I love Banana Commander. And this is where um, Tim and Chelsea found us. Yes. So that was neat. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Got to hang out, talk with them for a little bit. Um yeah, they were awesome. They were they were staying all week at Caribbean Beach, and then uh, they actually got to ride the Skyliners on opening day that mm-hmm. morning and all. Um, I did see this morning because Skyliners open early. I saw somebody who had taken some photos uh, riding them at sunrise. It was it was gorgeous. Wow, we have I bet. we may have to try and and do that here okay. in, in next week. And, well, in the weekend after next when yeah. we go back, that would be cool. Um, all right, we're gonna wrap up uh, and just talk a little bit about. Uh, Galaxy's Edge and Smuggler's Run because um, we decided uh, we I had some fast passes for Animal Kingdom. We knew we had to leave Disney by about one, uh, get home, get the girls from school and all. And I was like that morning um, 
First of all, I wanted a Ronto wrap, breakfast wrap, because yes. it is so delicious. Yep. Um, so we went over and said, you know what? Let's shoot over to Galaxy's Edge. We're going to drive over. And then from there, we'll just head over to Animal Kingdom and we'll just leave by one. If we do some stuff, we do some stuff. If not, yep. whatever. Um, and I was like, we'll check out Single Rider Line. I can get a Ronto wrap, breakfast yep. wrap. So what else did we get, though, with the Ronto breakfast wrap that uh, we were tasked with trying? Well... We got also the turkey jerky that looks like it's been carved off the animal that is being roasted (laughs) in Ronto Roasters. Yeah. Um, Well, here's the thing, though, is that what's hanging in their display case, which is what I keep saying looks like the pig ears you'd feed to like your pit bull, is not. That's not it. That's not the product. That's a that's a showpiece. Yeah. And um. It it still kind of looks like a pig ear. <laughs> it looks like it looks like jerk. I mean, it looks yeah, like beef looks jerky, like jerky, turkey jerky. Yeah. Um, and it was we got the sweet one. Mm-hmm. It is very hard. Yes. Um, like could almost break a tooth hard. Uh, I yeah, like. you were gnawing at it. Yeah. Um, but it was weird because I don't know how to explain it other than it's almost like you eat some and then you're like I. I kind of want more i think and then so i think it's a neat thing to maybe have to pull out if like you're almost like a trail mix right or something yeah like you're just standing in line line waiting for a ride i'm kind of hungrier i need some protein yeah so so it wasn't i wouldn't say it was bad um i would not not get it again i would actually wouldn't mind trying the spicy one Mm -hmm. um but yeah so, yeah, it was it was interesting. So I believe this is the only thing in Disney history to go down in price because I swear that when they opened it was nine ninety nine and it was seven forty nine. Oh, okay. I swear it went down in price, and okay. I could be wrong, but seven forty nine. Um, my thought also was you're just going to get this one piece, and it's several pieces. I mean, yep. again, it's you know I, beef jerky and turkey jerky is expensive in the store. Yeah, you know, usually you're paying six ninety nine to eight ninety nine for a bag of it now you're probably get you're definitely getting more than you got here but it was a decent portion um i yeah i thought the flavor was good the issue was it was and i said this on in the group it was dry and tough and i think it was melissa responded is like isn't jerky dry and tough no not really not when you get good stuff when yeah. you get good stuff you can bite into it and it doesn't it's not so it's not so dry right and, and it's more tender and so again i think the flavors were good this is one of those that I'd love to see them improve it to where it needs to be as opposed to eventually getting rid of it because I've yet to see anything good about it from anybody else. Oh, uh, really? Now, again, I didn't think it was like... I mean, we ended up eating the whole... All of it. We did. I mean, we were gnawing on it on the way home. Yeah. Like, literally gnawing on it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think you almost broke a tooth at one point, but give it a try. Form your own opinion. Yep. Uh, but definitely get a Ronto breakfast wrap because yes, they're so good. the morning <clears throat> Yes, one. the morning one. Um, Is the best. So next we decided we would go give Millennium uh, Falcon Smugglers run a shot and we do single rider. Why were you okay with single rider? Because you I'd, do not do single rider anywhere no, else. <laughs> because I didn't have to sit with anybody and I didn't have to like really talk to anybody or anything. Right, I just right. sit in my own little seat, do my own little job. Yeah. yeah. It's not like a test track where you're directly next to somebody right. or the roller coasters. <laughs> um, so we ended up, I want to say, waited... now. Single rider line takes you through a very different area. It you does. know, it's not like 
a rock and roller coaster where you're basically just parallel with the standby line or even Everest where you come into a separate area, but you see everything. Right. This really brings you kind of in a back end. We had to walk upstairs. There's two different directions of steps. There's two different directions, which I do not read Star Wars. So I did not know (laughs) what that said. And the guy had to come and tell us there's nobody. Yeah. in the other stairwell. So we all moved over there. Yeah. And then you're going to, you're going to come in at a doorway Exactly in the little like round rotunda where the cast member is handing out the individual, you know, um, cards to Mm -hmm. say, here's what flight you're on by color and and here's what position you got. Um, You will get engineer. Yeah. Flat out. You're getting engineer. They're not putting you anything else. And it we only waited about 13 minutes. So very, very quick. Yeah. But it is one of those where, you know, you're talking about an even number Six people. A lot of people are in even numbers. So I saw a lot of two, two, twos fill yep. up. I started to say, you yeah. know, even, I mean, heck, four there was even like, two. yeah, or there, yeah, or even they, a, um, yeah, four and two. I even saw three and three. You know, yep. just because you get three doesn't mean, oh, odd number, single rider. No, because there's, you know, they're asking, do I have a party of three or do I have a party right. of two? Or so it moves quickly, but, <clears throat> you know, not as quickly as you would think almost. Like yeah. they're not using single riders as much as you would think. Yeah. Um, while we were waiting, the family did come up. I think they were actually like a family of, were they a family of five? I don't know. They had a bunch of people. But and I think they, you had a family of five. I had three, uh, let's see. Three and two. Probably. Yeah. 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 But, but the family came up, had a young child, and cast member said, well, I need to um, check his height. Oh, yeah. Again. You know, and, and, and here's one of the things I do find interesting. Now, the height is factual right. I mean, you either make the height or you don't right but it can still be very dependent on that child and that cast member you know i mean the, you know there there are some cast members that it might be right at the line and they're like okay you're good and maybe others are like yeah i don't know you have kids this kid in this chance was not really being still and wasn't standing up straight right so he looked like he wasn't tall enough and the mom's like he needs to stand up straight they already measured us out front right. you know because all these rides they measure you out front and then they measure again once you're in. Why, yeah. First, my question is why the second time? Are yeah, they worried about think, somebody jumping in line that they don't see and bypassing the front one? I don't know. But I think the hard part, too, for the mother is that she probably took him to a doctor's and knows that he is 42 inches tall. Yeah. And, you know, here he's being measured and she's like, he's 42 inches tall. And yeah, if it's 30, like, I think it was 39 here, whatever there, it was their cutoff. It, I think it was 38 they, and he, she was going, he's 39 inches. Right. Or yeah. whatever. He, yeah. Whatever he was from the doctor, you know, it, he was over what he needed to be. Yep. And <clears throat> excuse me. So I, I can understand. And it was so funny because she was frustrated and I get it. And, then it was funny because she said, y'all should do wristbands. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, she's genius. That's a really, really That's good idea. That's a really idea. great idea. When you, like, have a young child go to guest services, they measure them, stand mm-hmm. up. And if you do it in the morning, you know, if you do it wherever, and, and, and I don't even know if guest services, maybe the hotels, like, some just where... You're going to a park, Mm -hmm. you're going to be riding these rides, and they have different wristbands for different height things. If if you maybe have a 
I mean, I don't know why black, but have a black wristband and that's your can ride every single ride. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Have yeah. A, Blue wristband means you're you're yeah, you're 38 or under. Right. And then red means you're 42 or under. And yeah, yep. and then black means now again, I mean, you'd have to whatever their tallest one is, you know, black is 44 or under or something, you can ride everything. Um I mean, it's it's the same as, you know, you go to some of these venues like concerts and you show your ID once if you want to drink and they give you a wristband. Right. And then every other time you just go up and you just flash your wristband. You don't have to pull out your ID again and again and again. Because if you were t- over 21 at the beginning, you're still over 21 later. And the right. same thing goes for height. Right. So I actually thought it was a really, really good too. point. Now, you know, you do have to invoke a whole other cost in cast members and things like that. But... Simple fact is, if you and I were both cast members on two different rides that are 38 inches, if I'm checking a kid and he's 38 inches, why put him through that again Right. when he gets over to your ride? You know, if, if he's available. Instead, he just shows you his wristband. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, finally, let's talk about Smuggler's Run because we have, you know, Jared and I have been saying this. We've talked about this a lot that, you know, Smuggler's Run is a wonderful, wonderful ride sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it really depends on who's in your party. And how uh, how good or bad they are at the uh-huh. ride. And I will say, I think, uh, you know, I got off my ride and I remember I walked out. You had already you went before me and you were standing there. And I remember just being like, that was the worst experience in the history of the world. <laughs> and you were like, me too. <laughs> so what we've been saying is that, you know, I mean, again, we waited 13 minutes. I've already I mean, I've ridden this eight or nine times already. So it's not a huge deal, but. Halfway through my ride, I was like, I want this to be over. Mm-hmm. This is not enjoyable whatsoever. The, 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 I had five people. They were all uh, in the same family. Um, two of them, one of them was like a grandma, didn't do anything the whole time. Did not, she was a, the other engineer. Didn't touch a button. <laughs> never Didn't even look at the buttons. <laughs> like Then the lady in front of me, who was one of the gunners, never touched a button. The two pilots, I think, got together beforehand and were like, let's see if we can hit everything (laughs) and boy did they everything points where i we got one coaxium yeah i didn't even know it was possible to only get one i knew you could get more than two we literally got one and the one i think you're guaranteed to get yeah so i mean we could not they could not line us up behind the train i'm the only one shooting the harpoon like it just it was so frustrating had i had i been there even if you and i had been there and we had both become engineers and let's just say we had waited an hour or so, I'd have been very, very upset. I mean, really, that's... And, and your ride was similar, correct? <laughs> yeah. Um, so my pilots, the one guy said something that it wasn't working, and I'm like, yeah, no, I don't think you're just doing it, <laughs> You don't right? know what you're doing, buddy. <laughs> um, and then everybody else, were, I think, were hitting their buttons for sure. Yeah. Um. But the pilots just we're sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they they were running into everything, too. I feel like the kids piloted it better than yeah. these boys did. Yeah. Um, so it was just, it, I was I didn't want to ride it anymore. Yeah. I, it's not something that I would go, oh, that was only 13 minutes. Let's get back in line and try to ride again. Yeah, I mean, I could see it as a single rider, but again, it's it's all left up to chance at that point. And so, you know, we've, we've talked about, well, what do they do? Do you have a height restriction for just, say, pilots? 
You could, but that's not really fair. I guarantee there's going to be some nine-year-olds that can pilot that thing better than a 40-year-old. Yeah. So that's not fair if the nine-year-old yep. doesn't fit a height requirement. They should still be able to do it. What I think, and, and as a single rider, you basically give up your rights. <laughs> I mean, You know what I mean? Like oh, you, you basically right. like, look, I give up my rights. I want to be an engineer. I could get stuck with horrible people. That's fine. But sometimes it's not going to, sometimes you're going to wait. You could yeah. be a family of four behind a family of two or a couple of two and those two get pilots the rest of your family and those two stink yeah and it ruins your whole ride i mean it really really can affect your ride Mm -hmm. now again so what do we do i don't know could there be an opt-in opt-out button yeah you know i mean shoot you go you get on a flight and you sit in the exit row and they come up and say you understand you're in exit row Mm-hmm. You have to do these things if certain things happen. Right. Do you accept? Yes. I almost wish that could be like this. Like somebody gets up there. You understand you have to pilot this and you have to be capable mm-hmm. of piloting this. Do you accept? And if you don't want to, if you look, if you're if your grandma sitting next to me who doesn't want to mash buttons or doesn't understand mashing buttons, I think there should be an opt out where her buttons are automatically pressed right. in a sense for her. <clears throat> you know, I, I think there could be an option because there's no way that family had fun. Maybe they did. But even if they got on and just said, you know what, all we want to do is ride this like Star Tours, we all opt out and it's an automated ride. Right. You know, something along like those lines. Like when Chewie takes Right at the over. very end. Oh, thank God <laughs> Chewie took over at the end. I mean, it was it was rough. So, you know, I, again, I just, I want people to understand that. I mean, it is one where I could potentially see you being two or three or four people and while you're in line, you end up striking up some conversation with people that you almost are like, you know what? You guys seem like you're cool and you're going to pilot this thing okay. Maybe we kind of group up. (laughs) You know, I mean, because it really, really can affect. And and the same thing goes for, you know, being a pilot, if I get up there and I'm a pilot, there's a lot of stress on that too because you want to perform well. And right there I'm going, I'm I'm not saying I'm, you know, Han Solo flying this thing. I'm not great at it. I think I do well enough, but I would hate to step off. And somebody sitting behind me is like, geez, that guy really ruined my flight. He was not that good. Yeah. And then I've ruined somebody. So, again, yeah. it's one of those things. I find it interesting. I think it would be neat if they could automate some of it or just say, I opt out. Yeah. Grandma, somebody else, your buttons are just going to press on their own. Yeah. R2-D2 is going to press them or something. <laughs> right. So, um, all right. Well, that kind of wraps it up. I know this was a little weird hodgepodge of stuff, but it is things we wanted to talk about. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening because we truly, truly appreciate it. Uh, if you've not done so already, why don't you go ahead and subscribe to Main Street Magic? And as long as you're subscribing to shows, you might as well su- subscribe to Capture the Magic and the Diz Dudes as well. And as long as you're out there on the internet doing all this subscribing and stuff, you might as well leave us all a rating and review. Because it helps all of our shows grow. That's all we've got. We'll see you real soon.